The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second half hour of the Patricia Raskin Show. Now we're going to talk about doubt, D-O-U-D-T, and is doubt ruling your life? How can you go with the flow? My guest is Ann Tucker, and her new book, is undoubtedly awesome. Your own personal roadmap from doubt to flow. And Anne is an effective and recognized speaker who has addressed audiences around the world on the topics of leadership, personal transformation, decision-making, and the psychology of doubt. She's the founder of Wisdom Soup, an online social learning community that speeds up serendipity by connecting people with similar interests in spirituality and personal growth. And you can log on to wisdomsoup.com. Welcome back. Welcome, Anne. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, great. All right. So let's first talk about doubt and how it negatively affects your life and keeps you in that constant loop of anxiety. Yes. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Um, you know, I think everybody experiences doubt in their life. And, and the big mystery to me is always, you know, why is it that that when you're making choices, why is it sometimes that you don't experience doubt and sometimes you do? You know, why is it that some of your decisions you feel great about and you have total confidence in? And then there's other ones that just don't seem to go that way. And and what causes that? That's the big question. Um, and that's what I answer in my book. Mm-hmm. So let's look at that. I mean, let, let's get into that a little bit. What, um, when the doubt comes and gives you the anxiety, I mean, yeah. we know what the effects are. We know that you can become paralyzed. You'll stop. You're not motivated. You yeah. become scared and frightened. It's stuck. It stops you. So what are the things that you, you can do when that happens? It happens to all of us, and it happens often. So what's the first thing you can do when all of a sudden you're doubting yourself, your wisdom, your knowledge, or a situation? Yeah, well, here's an interesting thing is that depending on on what I call your soul type, each of us makes each of us is going to experience doubt differently. So for some of us, we're going to experience it more on the front end of a decision where we're going to get really wrapped up around trying to figure out which is the best choice. And others are going to feel it more on the back end of a decision. Um, we're going to experience more regret, more uh, that feeling of, of uh, um, dissatisfaction with what we chose. And, and the place where doubt affects you most is going to depend on, on, believe it or not, on the process that you specifically use for making your choices. 
and that is depending on your soul type. Each of us has a, a specific soul type that dictates how we think and solve problems, how we make decisions. And that gives you specific strengths as well as certain weaknesses. Where your weaknesses are, the places that doubt comes into your decisions. So mm-hmm. that's where it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect you, each of us, slightly that's differently. Can you tell us what those soul types are? Yeah, sure. So there's, there's seven different soul types. Um, and we can go through them if you like, but they're but they are uh, each of them. If, if you think of of every problem in the world as a seven sided shape, and each one of those seven sides has a door, and each of us has one key to one of those doors. It's sort of our way into the problem. So all of us are capable of solving all aspects of a problem. We do it every day, but there's one way into the problem that we are particularly best at. It's a gift that you have. It's your real mm-hmm. strength, and I believe it's what you're here to give. It's, it is the, your little spark of a source of universe of God, however you'd like to express that. Um, and and when, when you're coming into the problem with that particular way of, of accessing it, each of us having our own different way when we all come together we each bring our own key when all of those seven keys come back together that's why it's so fun to work in a group it's like recreating that whole Hmm. right but how do you determine is there a test that you can take or an assessment absolutely yeah there's it's actually um in my book and it's actually on my website which is undoubtedlyawesome.com there's a very short a survey. It's only three questions, and you can find out your soul type. I can actually tell you yours now if you want to do it. Go ahead. I'd love that. Go ahead. All right. All right. So, um, so tell me first, um, uh, and, and I, the questions that I ask are specifically related to how you make decisions. The reason for okay. that is because what I'm really looking at here, to get into the idea of doubt, we're going to look at how you are creative in the world, how you think and how you solve problems. And if I had to look at the one behavior that's going to be at the middle of all of that, the middle of how you create, it's how you make decisions. Your decisions are like, well, they're like the, the prism in a laser that focuses right. all of your energy and points it in one direction. They're, they're the thing that, that dictates what come ne- comes next, right? They're at the beginning of everything you do. So if I had to focus on one behavior, one thing you do that's going to have the most impact, the mo- biggest bang for your buck, it's decisions. So all of these questions relate to how you think, how you solve problems, how you make decisions. So the first one is for you personally, do you make decisions slower than other people that you know or faster in general? So slower would be thoughtfully, carefully, methodically, or are you a little faster with excitement, impatience, urgency, maybe even a little impulsively? Oh, you know, it's tough and because it depends what it is. You know, it it, it depends. But think about um, think about because it's gonna if you have fear about a particular issue it can affect you. But think about in general with a, a person if you have a a partner or a spouse or a close friend um, when you go to a restaurant and order something or if you're trying to decide um, which direction to go do you tend to be the one that is waiting or the one that's being waited on? <laughs> you know it depends. I would say I'm I I usually pretty much know. But I'm very careful in my decision-making. And I go a lot by my gut, which is something that I didn't do before. So now I really go by what my my real intuition tells me, which I'm honoring more. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's say that, that in general you're going to be a little bit more methodical, a little more careful. So that would be slower than average. Um, 
And so then from there, let's say, um, how open are you when you tell someone a story? How open are you about your life? Do you tend to share the whole story, including how it affects you personally and how you feel? Or do you tend to stick to just the facts and the details and, and leave out more of the personal stuff? I'm going to answer the same way. I mean, I'll give you an answer. Really depend. I'm very careful. So it depends on a person. I met a person this weekend that I brought in as a speaker, and I just was so open with her from the beginning. Very unusual yeah. for me. Yeah. I mean, just told her things. I would say that I edit, honestly, because I'm I'm you know I'm a per- I'm I'm a um, public figure. Not really. I mean, I'm but I'm in the public. Yeah. I'd say I do share the truth, but mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. edit. Yes. Okay. So, so tell me if this fits you. Um, uh, are you, in general, really motivated by the feeling of mastery? Do you love the feeling of, of learning everything there is to learn about a subject and enjoy learning for learning's sake? And what's the other choice? That's the um, choice? That's, that would, that's, that's, the, that's the one choice. <laughs> this is what I believe your soul type would be based on um, the survey. Yeah, I don't love learning everything. I, I mean, there are certain things that I absolutely love learning, but there are yes. certain subjects I'm not interested in, so I wouldn't sure. go learn about them. I don't know if that sure. answers the question. Sure. Well, I think, and the reason I think, the reason I think that this particular soul type fits you is because, in general, the soul type has a difficulty answering these questions because they don't like to be put in a box. <laughs> uh, let me, wait a minute, hold on. I, I see the seven here. Let me see if I can guess which one is the one, just based on the names of all of them, because you have so, seven... Seven different types. Right. And and let me tell you a little bit about this, what I call the learning style, because that's the one that that I believe that you may be. Okay? So as a learning soul type, and if this doesn't fit you, we can talk about a different one, but my my guess is that you might be a learning style, a learning soul type. And the the learning soul type um, has, uh, in terms of their way into a problem, they tend to focus on the uh, analysis and uh, logic, and their gift is to be able to remain open-minded longer than any other soul types. They have this really beautiful neutral energy where they, rather than um, jumping into things and getting carried away, they are able to take a step back and to observe and to keep that open mind and allow information to come in and to be able to consider it um, with more care and more thoughtfulness. So when they make a decision, you can be pretty much guaranteed that it's going to be a good one because they have that uh, that very strong mental process, that, that logic and that analysis that they bring to bear that's stronger than, than any other soul type can do. So they are, of all of us, they are the best thinkers. Um, and mm-hmm. that, that ability to remain um, in that neutral space, uh, it allows them to serve as sort of a balance to a lot of the other soul types that can get carried away, that can leap too fast, um, or that might leap too slow, as they tend to be the ones in the middle that can provide the good counsel, because they do think things through so carefully and so thoroughly. Um, And they do have a love of, of when they come into a situation, they might want to really delve into the data and find out as much as they can to really get the detail, not just the understanding of the the data, but understand how the data was acquired, the process behind it all. So there's a real depth to their knowledge and their understanding. Does that fit you? I think so. I mean, it sounds like it does. I would want to hear the other ones because sure, usually sure. I, I fit, you know, I fit other ones too. 
But well, yeah, I'd, love, the, to, I'd love to hear about, we have a couple of minutes before the break. So yeah, let's okay. um, take, take one that you think is very common. Okay, well, they all have about an equal distribution, but here's an interesting thing about how it works is that each of us are born with one native soul type, one way into problems, one creative gift, essentially. But as we grow and evolve, we learn and adapt by adapting other soul type skills as well. Mm -hmm. So each of Mm -hmm. us has one primary soul type, but you may have learned the skills of, of one or two others as well along the way and have become... Uh, adept at those practices. So when I read these, you may say, oh, I do that, or I do that. Mm, But at the heart of it, there's there's one that fits you perfectly. And what's important to know about the one that fits you perfectly is it comes with specific gifts that if you don't express those gifts in your lifetime, you can feel really unfulfilled. And it also shows Mm -hmm. you where doubt uh, doubt affects you. So for you, if you are a learning soul, what that tells me is that where doubt is going to affect you is in that, that ability to have that neutral energy, what may happen when you come onto a problem that doesn't have a clear answer. What may happen is that when their landscape is cloudy or you're not sure which way to go, rather than uh, taking a misstep, you may pull back and just stay in that neutral space and just wait and observe and wait to see if something changes. And That's exactly may be, right. And you may be very, very comfortable staying in that ambiguous space. That ambiguity doesn't bother you the way it bothers other people. That that is more comfortable well, for you. it's very interesting. I don't feel that. I don't like ambiguity. However... If I stand back, then that means I've let it go. And that I find is good. You know, I'll say, well, you know, I'm going to let it go for now. And then I'll Mm -hmm. let it go. And it may come back. And it may come back. And that's happened for me. Oh, for sure. Let something go. And then two years later, wow. Right. Oh, it's right and back. Something, something so, in the landscape um, changes, and then you feel comfortable proceeding. But the, exactly. the but, point but here, and I do want to say, and then we, we got, and we'll take a break. Yeah. Once I yeah. let it go, I let it go. Okay. I hang on, and I hang on, and I, I you know, and needle it and go through my brain. And then once I say, oh, I'm done. Yeah. I did what yeah. I could. I'm done. And then I yeah. move on. Okay. Well, and and... And, and take in what I'm saying about the learning style, because if this, we went through the, we're really unsure on some of these questions. So either maybe another another soul type that fits you better as we go through them. But it sounds like there it may be a fit. So so if if this well, is a wonderful. fit for you, what Thank it means you. is that 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 feeling of doubt where that would creep in for you would be. Because of that ability to step back is that is that that staying in that neutral space is that opportunities may pass you by, and your regret that may come from that is where doubt comes in is that oh, should I have done that or should I have taken that 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 job or should I have right when things when you wait too long and opportunities happen mm. that you miss mm. and mm. that is where I think that, that's that a very good point, in. although for me, and I think this is you know this has helped me in what you're saying mm-hmm. is that I use my gut a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there might be an opportunity that looks perfect, and in right. my gut, it, uh, right. it's screaming, no, 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 and I listen mm-hmm. to that. I haven't yeah. always, but I do now. Yeah, yeah, and that, and and that, that can that be, like helped. I said, as you, as you go through life, you learn and adapt with other strategies as well. Right. So we're all, right. we're all capable right. of learning along the way. All right, so, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk more to Ann Tucker about Undoubtedly Awesome, which is what she is. Um, (laughs) Undoubtedly Awesome is her book, Your Own Personal Roadmap from Doubt to Flow, and we're talking about your your style in terms of what your soul type and how you make decisions. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric Easy Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Second Wind Success, hosted by Gene Garino, is all about helping boomers catch their second wind in business and life. Most of us achieve our greatest success after the age of 50. Life has a learning curve with a few stumbling blocks along the way. As long as you stay committed to your vision and adapt along the way, you'll find the success you're looking for. Tune in to Second Wind Success every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hello everyone and welcome back my guest is ann tucker her book is undoubtedly awesome your own personal roadmap from doubt to flow. And again, Anne is an effective and recognized speaker who has addressed audiences around the world on the topics of leadership, personal transformation, decision-making, and the psychology of doubt. She's the founder of Wisdom Soup, an online social learning community that speeds up serendipity by connecting people with similar interests in spirituality and personal growth. Welcome back, Anne. Thank you very much. All right, during the break, I was asking you this incredible system that you have, which is called the seven soul types. You have a soul type, and that tells you the, how you make decisions. Yes, and how you developed this you. on your own. Yeah, wow. I did. How did you come up with this? So, you know, I used to be um, a leadership development coach, and prior to that, I was a negotiator. And so as a negotiator, I was always focused on how people make decisions. When I went into leadership development, um, that, was my, that was my access point, is working with executives specifically on, on how they made decisions. And that I was working with them over time. I'd be collecting feedback, but not only from them about themselves, but from all the people that knew them. And I started to see these patterns emerge over and over again. I'd see certain strengths paired with certain weaknesses. I would see 
and how what what struggles they were having. It was when it became more and more consistent, and like I said, this pattern just became clear to me, and it really was the perfect environment to test the, these ideas over and over and mm-hmm. over again until I finally mm-hmm. narrowed it down to something that that's really concrete and effective. So it, it is when people find their soul type, it just it resonates right away, mm-hmm. and it, it's so helpful because it's a funny thing. Decision making, how we make decisions, it's sort of like breathing or walking. Is it you do it from the moment you're born? This particular your mm-hmm. particular process that you use is something that you're born with. It isn't something that you model on your parents. It isn't something that you learn. It's something that you you just are. You come out of the womb approaching problems in this way, and it is so. It's not something we're aware of. We don't think about it ever, and so it sort of exists and happens beneath our awareness. So once you learn about it, once you read about it in the book, all of a sudden you see something that was before invisible to you and you start to become aware when you are using your own decision process in a way that, that's going to help you, you see that. And when you're taking a wrong turn, you know, when it's failing you, when you're heading down the path towards doubt, you start to see that too. And you, you, can, you know what to do to change it. So it really is, it's about that self-awareness. Is, is this helps you to see something that you're yeah. doing every day that you're just not aware of. No, which is really great. Um, um, tell us about the other soul types. We have a few minutes, so we'd lo- I'd yeah, love to hear sure. about Yeah, sure. So there's, there's seven different soul types, um, and they, they work on different aspects of the problem. So the first two I'll call the optimizing soul type and the learning soul type, and they're both fi- fi- fo- uh, focused on figuring out solutions. So we talked about the learning soul type already. They take an analytic approach, right, Anal- analysis and logic. Uh, they're complement of the optimizing soul type. The optimizing soul type tends to work through inspiration as they have the, the, the great idea that comes in, they visualize it, they're living in that future space from the moment they start down the path, right? They're, they're very future focused. Um, the, the next two are called the efficient soul type and the coaching soul type, and they're focused more on figuring out the plan. So once you get going, they're the ones that are going to be your great planners. The efficient soul type is highly strategic, and they tend to look at from the 30,000-foot level, look down and see everything as a chessboard, and they understand they'll be looking for what's the most efficient way that I can use my resources to accomplish my goals in the least amount of time, right? So they have a very, uh, um, they're, they're phenomenal at, at planning and running things. Um, your coaching soul type is does the same thing except with people. Is their whole focus is on people, and they look at how can I bring the best out of people, get the most out of people. Mm. When they see a person, they tend to see what is absolutely best about that person, and they that is how they see them today. They see this as that person's new reality. So when you're mm. interacting with a coaching soul, you you see that best version of you reflected back to you, and it inspires you to live up to that. So they really they're wonderful people developers, people managers. Hmm. Um, the next one is called the expressive soul type, and they're focused on getting us aligned around a particular plan. So the expressive soul, they are um, particularly gifted with stories and metaphor. They have a very strong connection to their emotions. So they're able to, to um, feel their way to their decisions. Since they have that strong connection to the emotions, they are able to, to feel and express for us the, the thoughts and the feelings that the rest of us have but haven't been able to, to get in touch with to say. So say, for example, if you're all working together on a project and, and your expressive soul can help to make sense with words what the sacrifice that you're going through, what the struggle that you're going through, and they're going to be able to, to, to give you words to say the things that you're feeling but aren't able to express yourself. And they are particularly motivated by the crusade or the cause. They want to be part of something larger than themselves. So they'll rally everyone around this cause and bring everyone together. 
And that's their role mm. is the unification in that way. Mm. Um, the next two are called the experimenting soul and the collaborative soul. And they're both focused on getting us moving. So how do we create momentum and get people moving in any direction? And your experimenting soul, they tend to be amazing at bringing momentum. They can get you going from zero to 60 miles an hour in two seconds flat. And they do it by looking at the problem. They're able to sort of intuitively pick out what are the two or three things that really matter here. They figure that out and they immediately have a plan and they're often moving. And they tend to be always experimenting. So I call them the experimenting soul. They don't come up with a six-month plan. They come up with, well, I think this is probably the most likely way to go. Let's try it out and see if it works. So they keep moving in that direction, and but they're always scanning the horizon and they've always got plan B in their pocket. So they're really great at adapting, right? They can, they can change on a dime uh, and adapt to new uh. circumstances all the time. And your collaborative soul, the last one, they're also focused on getting people moving, but they do it in a way that is very collaborative. They're constantly bringing other people into the decision. Who are the other stakeholders in this problem? And they're inclusive, bringing everyone, and they want to know what everybody feels, what everyone thinks, and they are um, going to be looking for solutions that raise all boats in a rising tide. And these are the ones that are at the center. Your collaborative soul is the heart of any group that you belong to. They're the people in the middle that sort of are the cement that holds the group together. Um, Mm. And they tend to always be stretching and reaching for the next best thing. For the, they're always reaching for a higher yeah, to raise everybody up. Yeah, I have some of that. I think I would have some of the coaching and the collaborative. Yeah, yeah, and it, and like I said, most people will stretch. They'll be born with one native soul type, and they will stretch and grow into one or two others, typically. And and that can happen. Say, for example, if you're uh, in a job that requires you to do things that are really not natural to how you normally want to behave, you can grow and adapt by by bringing in some of those behaviors if you need to. So we all right, we're going to have to close. We're going to have to close. So tell us how people can find you. Do you do individual coaching, group coaching, workshop seminars? We've got a minute, so go ahead. All right. So check out UndoubtedlyAwesome.com. There is a survey there you can take, which will give you your soul type for free uh, to give you some information that's not in the book. Um, uh, so do that even if you have the book. And I'm also at WisdomSoup.com, an online social learning community for spirituality and personal growth. And it was delightful. have to have you back. You were terrific. Thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. All right, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.